0: The underdog is howling. This is Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes, a home team getting points. What's better than that? Final four edition, men's and women's, of Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast. Bear, now I'm seeing things in the cabinet behind (laughs) you. So we are are making progress at the new Bear Cave. Uh, How are you?
1: We're doing well. Progress is being made, and I just think that you and I—we've we, kind of been overlooking a lot of important analytics and important statistics when it comes to handicapping games. And I, I think from here moving forward, we're probably going to have to take a longer look at free throw defense as a very key analytic to, to all these games. I mean, I mean, we, we all we all saw Michigan and Alabama combining to go 17 to 36 in the free throw line in the sweet 16 against UCLA, right? You lose by by two
0: (laughs) across the board. It's, it is, I've said it forever. It is a stat that I always bring up. Everybody's favorite conversation in the world. uh, Michael Jordan, and LeBron James. It's my favorite thing. Like just because of that, I will always take Jordan because of pressure situations and free throws, but that's a a whole different world. Uh, We do have the four teams. It's Baylor, Houston, it's Gonzaga, and Uncle Bill Walton's UCLA Bruins, um, just incredible. I retweeted the picture Pash sent out before the game last night of Walton looking at the John Wooden statue, <laughs> <laughs> and he had some some quote. Uh, but the best UCLA thing I could I heard was this morning. I was listening to Rick Neuheisel, who does uh, radio every day on the U channel, and it came from his wife, and he said he was. Standing in front of the TV last night celebrating, and his wife said, You're nuts. And he's like, What are you talking about? She's like, UCLA
1: fired you, and then you lost another job because of a March Madness pool. <laughs> 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 and
0: I thought that was just so good. Um, love listening to, to coach, and uh, I just thought it was hysterical. But I mean, improbable. What do you want? I I just think they've made the most of the opportunity. I said that last week. As much as the Pac-12 teams have, I thought they did. I mean, Juzang was incredible last night. Cronin, I thought, was, was phenomenal. He uses his antics. I was watching and I was replaying. He'll call out sets and yell at his guy, acting like he should be on the other side, and he does it on purpose so the defender looks over and the kid runs a back screen. On the other side of the court, he did it like three times with Tuesday last night. And,
1: and He also got a uh, got a foul call on on Michigan after complaining about well, oh he hit him on the he wasn't even close to hitting the nope. shooter on the arm wasn't and then on the other end because he was yelling and screaming with the rest he got a, a, a kind of a I don't want to say makeup call because mm-hmm. he was no call to makeup but but he, he kind of he got that call on the other end so yeah his, his antics certainly uh, benefit benefit. Yeah, you're right though. It's you don't you don't want to like crush these teams and say they're lucky and everything because you do have to go out and you do have mm-hmm. to win. But but wow, what a what a com- complete run out of nowhere for UCLA from going from Michigan State collapse to getting hmm. the most overseeded team in the tournament to to Abilene Christian. And then you get a one and a two seed to combine for 10 to 39 from three, 17 to 36 in the free throw line in games that you win in overtime and, and by two. Like I, I, I don't know, like what kind of like Jedi mind trick that, that they're able to pull? Where you got Wagner like wide open, oh. with no defender inside, like within five feet of him, air ball. Like that, that's the type of shot you dream of as a kid, wide top open. Top of the look, key, wide open look, top of the key, trip to the final four on the line air ball not even close with no one even on them so yeah give, give them give them a ton of credit they, they they won all their games but wow they between them having having the, that, that luck of a run and then you got houston with four double digit seeds that they yeah like, like you got two teams that certainly took advantage of the opportunity that's always the thing that you not worry about but with with a tournament like this uh, the way it's set up And in basketball, especially where you only got five players on the court, limited number of scholarships in a one-game situation in hoops, anything can happen. So, like, is it entertaining and is it awesome and is it great to be? Yes, but are you going to ultimately wind up with the four best teams in the Final Four? No. Now, That being said, I I, kind of like the way it's shaking out. We've gotten – everybody thinks the two best teams in the country are. Uh, all year yeah. long. We've kind of been angling towards Gonzaga-Baylor all year. you got an unbelievable Cinderella story in in UCLA, which it's hard to call UCLA a Cinderella story. And, yeah. and, 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 then, and then you got Houston, which is just kind of ugly their way to, to the Final Four as well. So it, it should be a, a fun couple of games on Saturday.
0: A couple things. Uh, I want to admit I was dead wrong. I thought Michigan would get there because of Wagner. I really thought He would be the difference maker. I thought he was great against Florida State, and he could not have been worse last night. He couldn't get by guys. Uh, I mean, the way they schemed him up. I think it says a lot about UCLA's game plan. I thought he was going to be the guy. I love uh, Shawnee Brown. Um, You know, and what he. I think I didn't think he played enough last night. I thought he should have had more, especially with with Wagner struggling. But man, the opportunity uh, just not had. By Wagner, I I really thought he was going to be a difference maker for them, and you were going to see him step up his game with the injury delivers. And man, I was totally wrong on that. Um, I do uh, uh, want to uh, mention uh, our producer. I saw he had a little like a little grin on today because of uh, you know he was not taking not taking part in the Big Ten is we uh, mantra that was going on rooting for Michigan. And, uh, Travis, do you have any thoughts on that? Honestly, I didn't watch a second because I was in bed. <laughs> but I woke up and saw a score, and uh, I was delighted. You didn't watch a, uh, an Elite elite Eight game? No. Come on. Wow. You're a sports fan. I didn't it want to watch it happen. some fun.
1: It, it, it was late, I'll give you that. It was. Late. I don't want to hear
0: that. He's he's a sports fan.
1: If I any mean... other
0: Big Ten team was playing, would you have watched? Yeah. <laughs> All right then. Now, yeah, don't
1: say it. It it pained me. Had to get up
0: in the morning. It pained
1: me to have to see them still playing. So it was anybody but them win the tournament, and I was just get them out, get them out. Okay. You ready? Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read at
0: PG-13. I do want to talk a little women's tournament also. But on, is, am i not going to be able to see Davion Mitchell guard Jalen Suggs in the championship game. I, no, I I no. I have a get bad that. feeling. And listen, we're getting. Right. I, I just feel like all this, and we're not going to get like it's this close, and this. I saw Gonzaga's favored by nine if they play Houston eight against uh, Baylor. I just Gonzaga really so yeah.
1: That's weird because you got yeah. Baylor is five. Like you would have thought it would be double digits against Houston. And
0: I had a bet like in maybe- when they were going <laughs> to play earlier in the season. I had Baylor plus four. And I loved it. And I, like I said, this this Baylor-Houston matchup really scares me because Scott Drew's got to be watching the film of Houston offensive rebounding and, and just being like, whoa. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they, I mean, the effort is just incredible. Um, and and they, I said before the tournament Bear, they were the biggest wild card to me in this field because – I didn't, I I love watching them. I love, I I watched as much as I could uh, have of of Houston, just the way they play is phenomenal, but I really was worried that they were going to be a product of their conference and how they really weren't challenged. And that's why I was really scared to pick them. I picked Rutgers to beat them. And And they probably should have. Yeah. That was pretty close to happening, but they've, they've proven me wrong. I mean, everybody wants to talk about who they played. You can't, that, that, that are I, I I understand you want your team that, to have that road and then you would think your team would would be where Houston is, but at the end of the day, man, you got to look at them for what they've accomplished because they've gone. I mean, it wasn't nothing was given to them. I mean, you go back to the Rutgers game and going back to the to the Sweet Sixteen game, they just went out and, and just took it from Syracuse and right. you know Syracuse you know felt really uh, a public play there and it was it was dicey to me. I, I, I was. I was really interested to see what Syracuse could do off. I know everybody wanted to talk about what Houston was going to do against the zone. I was more, um, you know, wondering what was going to happen with Syracuse because I did think they they lacked that that ultimate playmaker in, in that show uh, with Houston. But credit to Kelvin Sampson. And how about him doing it in the state of Indiana? That's just amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, so now, so now you have uh, Sampson versus Drew, two guys who've been – connected in the state of Indiana, obviously with Scott Drew and his dad coaching coach, coach, uh, uh, Valpo for the longest time. I, I think the key for Houston is, A, obviously you have the offensive rebounds, but it, it is Sasser hitting shots? Hmm. I mean, you, you're you're going to get Grimes. He's, he's going to make his fair share. Yeah, Giroux is going to do what he's going to do with, with, with all. That, that was a prop the other night. I couldn't believe, uh, like, there was there were two props out there like Giro rebounds over under four and a half uh and then against oregon state and like combined assists and rebounds was like was like nine and I'm like eh, nine and a half and I'm like wow it's looks like hmm. an over and, and I think the I think the second one went over and I think it might have gone over both in the first half so you know we to get for him but but I think sasser is the uh is the key to to this team in terms of what uh, if he hits shots, then uh, th- that's going to make Baylor's job that much more difficult.
0: I, uh, I'm i just fascinated to see who he guards. Does he guard Mitchell? They put him on Butler? Like, that's 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 a huge tell uh, for me. We saw, you know, what I mentioned, you know, against Syracuse, what he did to Bayheim. I thought he was absolutely phenomenal. Um, I do want to touch on the totals in these games because it hasn't been pretty uh, if you've been taking overs. And the total in the one uh, Baylor-Houston game is 135, Gonzaga is 145. I saw the Baylor-Houston number went up right away. I think it opened like around 132, 133. Um, Have you had any feel for these teams that are playing now, like in the sides? Obviously, the underdogs, you would, you know, if they have control, you saw what UCLA did last night, but have you looked at any totals? Have Have you done
1: anything with those in the Elite Eight or Sweet Sixteen? Uh, but I, you know, about mostly live is the way I've kind of uh, approached the totals. Uh, I, I had that Michigan team total last night, and that didn't work out uh, too mm-hmm. well for me. But but I think I think live has kind of been the way to go, uh, with with these totals. See so, so the the Baylor total actually opened up, and it's gone up as opposed to down. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that might this might be more of a an under type. Game initially, so I mean, I I guess, I guess I would, I would, I would uh, play under in in this game. The only, again, the only hesitation yet you have is, will there be fouls? Will will the game be in that foul range at the end of the game, or will it be like a a a, a close buzzer beater type game where you're not going to want to foul? I guess it. I guess at this point I, I would I would lean towards the under because you can you might be able to then get in a situation where if you're hmm. right and it is a slow starting slow scoring type game uh, you might get a really nice in game total to be able to 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 maybe, to maybe go over maybe maybe the first or second TV timeout they pop up like a like a 127 or a 128 and then you're looking at like a seven point middle uh, so you, you could potentially approach it that way.
0: Yeah, I was, I mean, last night's, last night's game was, God bless you. Hopefully nobody had the old, uh, the old lightning, uh, on over bench, the old Artie Lang lightning bench, because that would not have been pretty, but I saw a live total at one point, I think it was the under eight or under 12, under 12, maybe it was one twelve was the live total in that game. And obviously we know what that game's uh, comes with, uh, you know, the game landing at a hundred points scored. I just real, I, I think I did it once and I'm really mad at myself for not doing it, but like the easiest play feels like taking Gonzaga team totals over because they, I mean, they make it look so easy that, I mean, that first half uh month or last night, it's just, I mean, they did whatever they want. You got Timmy going, like he's the perfect guy to go against that zone and seeing what he did, carving them up early on was was incredible um you know I, you had to figure gonzaga you know oregon got caught off uh caught off base with the um with the zone in the, in the sweet 16 game but the uh gonzaga was so impressive last night to me uh and obviously through this tournament and we see that with the odds they are now minus 200 i saw to win the title
1: yeah that that, that obviously with what with, with ucla winning that was completely the deal like that mm. like that they, 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 like that's viewed now as completely opening up, and you've got the the biggest uh, national semifinal spread. Uh, Is it? Yeah, yeah. The, wow. the your, your unbeatable Duke team in '99 was eleven and a half over over Michigan State in the semifinal in that game that they won by six. I was before, there. Yeah, as as I was in Tampa before uh, before you wanted up get them. Don't get that wrong. Yeah, the, the St. Pete th- Thunderdome, or the hell it <laughs> used to be called. But but you're you're right about about Gonzaga. Like like, they're so. I mean, UCLA is going to be really up against it slowing them down because they have so many options and they they get so such good shots and they going to there's going to be a size disadvantage there. Like mm. I, I I don't know. This is this is going to be. I worry that this could get potentially out of hand.
0: All right. Well, with that, I will say this: I would rather have UCLA. Plus the fourteen in a national semifinal bear, then I would rather have Arizona in the women's that? semifinal.
1: How about that the other night? What a terrible non-call! That was an absolute foul. I,
0: I, I would say we've talked about officiating on this podcast uh, it, a it, lot it in this sport. If you think the men's is bad, watch the women's. It's atrocious, and I know you know everybody's talking about the Baylor and but just watch the game. It's it's. Brutal. I don't I don't know how I mean you talk about patience, you know you saw Mulkey lose hers. Uh, <laughs> I thought Gino was phenomenal after the game and answering that question. Even uh had a response for LeBron uh in LeBron's tweet. Um, but the women's tournament, I I, I love Yukon uh with this. I think they got over the hump, beaten Baylor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean that was I, I I thought you seeing Gino after the game, I thought like you could see he really. I don't think he expected to win that game, uh, knowing what Baylor was. They kept talking about how they were bigger, stronger, faster than them, but the persistence paid off, and I would just want Kim Mulkey, um, a 19-0 run, you got to call a timeout. Like that, like the game, I know you lost one of your best players. you got to call a timeout in that instance. I love UConn, especially in the first half uh, against Arizona, and I would lay the 13-and-a-half with the UConn women. Uh, and I like them to win the title. Uh, people are just getting mad. I uh, sent a tweet out about um, women's title odds. It's all over. It's like 150, 190 DraftKings has. Um, I, I think UConn has has gotten over the hump I mentioned, and I think they're going to win that title. Any, any women's thoughts there?
1: You know, I, I'm, I'm with you on that, the, your school of thought on the on the UConn game, because you, you, I think that they exhale from mm. getting by Baylor, and now you can go out and play. A lot freer, a lot looser. you're back at the final four. I, I, I think that they'll they'll, they'll come out and, and handle Arizona pretty pretty easily. The other, other game other game's a tough one. A, a, other game probably that, that's a, that's a stay away type game I think for me.
0: Yeah, Stanford showed a lot last night in coming back um, down double digits and and they win and cover. Uh, I, ha- I had Louisville plus the points. I thought it was too many. I love the coach. Uh, and what he did, I mean, a couple of years ago, he beat uh Baylor with Griner, I want to say in the in the final four also. Um, but I just want to like everybody talks about Beckers. The girl Kristen Williams for UConn is phenomenal. She's a junior, uh, number 13. She is fantastic. And I think just a couple it's free players, players like than her. I <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She uh how about that? Did you see somebody tweeted at me? Their team total against Baylor was 69 and a half. They had 64 points. With seven minutes left, and then Kristen Williams goes one of four wow. from the line in the last eighteen seconds, <laughs> and they win sixty nine sixty seven. But that's that's a bad beat. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I Stanford South Carolina probably played their best game. Uh, they probably had the best matchup in in the in Elite Eight, also. But hey, they got there. Don Staley's been incredible. But I would yeah, that's a that's a tough game. I would probably think about South Carolina with the points if I had to pick that game. Um, but yeah, give me give me all the Yukon uh first half. I, um I think Arizona, I like that over too. It's at 127. I think Yukon will, will score plenty. Yeah, that's gonna say uh in Arizona.
1: Like I guess they could get they could get they could get in the eighty range. What would that
0: think what's their good. what would their team total is? They're given 13 and a half and the total's one twenty-seven.
1: So you're, looking at, you're looking at you looking at what 70, 70 57? Okay. I'll take that over. Oh by give by, me all by, the Gino. All the Gino. All G, but by the way, I, I know I know no one really cares. I'm gonna give you like live Maria Sakari double break in the first set she, on, on Naomi Osaka. Unbelievable. She's come to play. What tournament this, is that? This is a uh, Miami. Oh. Oh, your right. old home F- stopping. ground. Five, 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 love in the first. Whoa! Wow. It'd be just important for a to, to win her. Or what are those maybe. live odds. Yeah, I'd like. Yeah, I'd like. to see. I'd like to see. <laughs> like to see. I, 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 know, I know Naomi wasn't a super big favorite in the coming. Uh, kind of, I think she was right around like two ninety or so, three hundred. Maybe it might have been. Okay. So, Sakari had Sakari had that battle. Uh, the other day where she where she saved six match points hmm. and got through
0: um, going back to the men's do, do you th- would you lay the two hundred to Gonzaga to win it
1: well you're you're telling me that they're gonna be an eight or a nine point favorite against either team in the final yeah so that's gonna be more than two hundred so yes I, I would lay the two hundred okay. to, to I mean he, what's what's the money line parlay minus? What 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 is the fourteen? What's what's minus that minus a thousand and minus yeah. seven hundred or whatever it's going to be, right? Hmm.
0: There you go. That's why I asked you those things because you're the yeah, man. I I'd, I'd,
1: I'd, I'd lay I'd lay two hundred. I would.
0: Okay. All right. Um, any other thoughts on final four men's or women's
1: officiating? I, <laughs> you know uh, I, I I hate yeah. It just feels like both both games are just going to be know, the, the, the Gonzaga game will be non competitive. Gonzaga will win, and maybe you you can get a, a backdoor or whatever. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a hard game to play. Uh, the 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 other game, you're right. The, the under game might be an under type game. Mm. Um. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to wait and see because you're right. Houston does so much. Defensively and on all the, on the offensive glass, and I think there will be a little bit of psychological motivation type deal um, with, with Houston in, in the state of Texas mm-hmm. against Baylor. So
0: now, if Chachua plays like he did the other night, I, I give me Baylor. Um, I did lay two twenty before the tournament for a one seed to win it. How do you like my my chances?
1: I like your chances. I, I think I think you're going to get both one seats in the in the title game. I wish we I wish we had more props up right now or something to be able to look at.
0: I got yeah, some props and, on my
1: site. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I don't. I don't have. I'm, I'm looking at looking at the Will Hill set right now. You got a lot of alternative numbers up here, but no.
0: Got uh, Gonzaga minus four fifty first half money line.
1: That's not a bad. That's not a bad bet actually. You think?
0: I just think if UCLA is going to be in anywhere. In it, it's going to be in the first half. That's that. I would just worry well, define, about that, but define define hey, anywhere.
1: Define anywhere in it.
0: <laughs> if how to the way they the way they were able to muck things up, it, it feels like it's it's done early. Um, whereas you know they could they could catch uh, these teams off guard, which I thought they've done a good job. And I just I I would rather have UCLA first half than second half. How about I just say that?
1: Okay.
0: All right, um, anything, anything else? This is we're down to the four. I mean, every every point spread was right around eight in the in the Elite Eight games, which was um, really weird. I think I saw a number. It was like the first time I ever we didn't have like a an even or a, or one or two point spread, which I thought was was pretty um, weird. Uh, knowing the the amount of games we've seen uh, come down to the wire. I just where are the, the games. I mean, last night was close. It wasn't a good game though, right? Correct, exactly. Okay. I just I maybe Baylor and Houston gives us gives us one. Um, I got a big fantasy draft tonight. Baseball. Yes, you do. I, uh, okay. Uh,
1: I, I, I had I've had I had one each of the last two nights.
0: You actually did this draft for me uh, last year. Oh, okay. And. Looking back at my roster, you were really, really high on the Indians last year.
1: I was. <laughs> I was.
0: Um, is there is there an Indians version this year for you in baseball?
1: <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that was weird. I think that was the way the way the draft. I did draft Bieber for you though, right? Last you year. did. You yeah. did. Uh, I, I I don't I don't know. I mean, the Blue, the Blue Jays are going to be that that super trendy, popular team. I'm oh, sure. All right. Okay. Yeah, you, you you know who might might be I, you know who I think is a little undervalued wow, this Toronto's year. Toronto's at
0: 86 and a half.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow. You, you 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 know who you, you know who might be a little undervalued this year. I think are the Indians and not the the Indians. I'm still stuck stuck on last year. I I think uh, the the Astros are going to are going to be a little bit undervalued just because he got Verlander out for the year. And, okay. And the the, cheat, the cheating scandal. Like that division's still not. The Rangers are awful. The Mariners mm-hmm. are awful. Um Oakland's good. I mean, the, I think the Angels are still probably a little bit overrated, but yeah, their 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 win total is 87 Astros, half,
0: 87, yeah. right?
1: 87 and okay. a half I have. Yeah, I mean Okay. And I, I saw, like, to make the playoffs, they were, like, minus 120. I mean, I'd, I'd lay 120 on them to make the playoffs. Even if they don't win that division, they're going to be one of the wild cards.
0: You couldn't pay me to take over 90 and a half with the Mets. There's – that. <laughs> I, listen, I, everyone knows how I love my Mets. But the division there is legit. Like, that, Washington's that, no that, pushover.
1: That's you know, another, that, I, I really that's like the, Atlanta that's, and – that's Philly's the a other sleeper. team I played over. I, I played Nats over. Okay. Play, uh, I yeah, Nats I mean, Nats I like that. played Nats over 84. Wow,
0: well, we, I got we, 83 we, and a half. I might go with you on that one.
1: Yeah, gonna I'm uh, going to yeah, check yeah. out.
0: I get to add a ballpark tomorrow. Nats Park, I'm going to head to opening day. Nats Very
1: fans. nice.
0: Yeah, Mary, check it off Mar- the list.
1: Maria Sakari has won the first set six love. The real Greek freak, is as, 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 as I like to call her um but yeah, but yeah. My, my, my 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 very good good for you that's park excellent
0: yeah yeah nice. I'm gonna check it out of course it's going to be 40 degrees and uh but we'll we'll fight the elements i no problem Absolutely. doing
1: that with what's going on um no nah, the other the, 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 the I mean those two wind totals i mentioned i like but i don't know how you don't go under marlins and under orioles oh, those are the two biggest wind totals that i that's oh. that i made like, like the, the Marlins, I mean, you, you had the Marlins last year, you, you had the shortened season, mm-hmm. weird going on. And they're <laughs> their biggest – free, their biggest uh, – like Adam Duval, yay. Like the Mets are better, the Nats are better, the Braves are – like you're in a good division. Like you're, you're, yeah. if It's gonna take if it's going to take 73, 74 wins to beat me, so be it. Like, like that pitching staff is young and mm-hmm. I think they're gonna take their lumps. Um so yeah, I, I went I went under Marlins and then I mean the Orioles are, are they, they're not trying to win. Like they they're throwing Matt Har Matt Harvey's their number two starter. Like Oof. like really? Wow. Like like seriously in that in that division with, with the offenses in that division, like yeah, sixty-four. Mm-hmm. If if you win if you win sixty-five games, I mean but by all means, congratulations. <laughs> and I actually, I actually see a under 60, under 65 out there right now.
0: Uh yeah, I see 63 and a half and you're right. Texas they're over under 67 and a
1: half. Yeah, they they, they completely I mean wow. They they, they, they dumped they dumped Joey door. I mean they got they got Joey Gallo fine. Um hmm. but their their pitching staff is what they lost Mike Minor. I think they lost Lance Lynn too, right?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah uh, that's that's not happening.
0: Yeah, The division thing with Baltimore is just, I mean, when you when you combine with, like you said, what they're trying not to do, which is win, and you have the other teams out uh, there. What are the Red Sox? The Red Sox are at 80 and a half. They did not have a good shortened season um, over the summer. That is no. <laughs> that is factual. Uh, and then the Cubs, obviously, everybody bets them, 78 and a half. I looked at the Cardinals, 85 and a half. I like that over
1: yeah that's that that's in that division you look yeah who who got better in that division the pirates are terrible the brewers are the I mean, that they they're they're fine
0: mm-hmm. um, 82 and a half but the, the,
1: the, the cubs the cubs did not get better you, you lose schwarber you lose Hugh darvish i mean a lot of unhappy uh, brian and, and rizzo were kind of question marks based on what, what they did. They should bounce back, but mm-hmm. like the, the, Cubs, the Cubs pitching staff is, is, is atrocious. Like Craig, Craig Kimbrell is your, is your closer, and what are you, you going to get from mm-hmm.
0: him? Uh, I will. It feels like everybody, the public is all over. White Sox over. I'd take a shot at that under. 88 and a half. That the, that's the, the one Sox. division where that division feels uh, and it's plus money uh, under eighty eight and a half. and a half, so that would be yeah. my go against the tread. Tra,
1: yeah, especially trend. now, now, with 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 the injury to, La Jimenez and yeah, that that's a that, that's a big loss for the, for their lineup.
0: Yeah, they they got plenty of talent, but that's that's a high number. Um, anything else baseball wise? How how uh, are the Yanks they, looking? They, Yanks will be good.
1: Uh, Yanks will be good, but their their pitching staff is a crapshoot. Um,
0: well, they got Kluber now as a two, right?
1: Well, well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, they they just basically you bring in Kluber, you bring in and Taia, and you get that Domingo Herman uh, coming back. Like, they, they they're basically throw like taking the like the the Cleveland Browns and like draft possible draft like thing. Like, you just get as many picks as you possibly can, and ultimately one of like if one of the, if one of the moves pan out and you actually get something from either of those guys that, that, that works that well um, at, at baseball. So they'll, they'll be okay. I, I mean, I, I think, I still think overall the, um, the razor or the razor better. I mean, are you really going to bank on judge and Stanton staying healthy the whole year? Definitely not. Mm. Um, so we'll see. I did take a couple of little uh, flyers on some some home run odds. Ooh. Again, they're 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 forty they're forty 50 to one type type place. So, I mean, you're, we got? you're not. I, I took Raphael Devers. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think yeah last year again. It's hard to really like pay too much and read too much into anything super positive or super negative. Um, what happened last year? But uh, he, he, I, I think I was doing a lot of reading and like. I think like the COVID situation like really freaked him out last year. It scared him, mm-hmm. and he and he wasn't necessarily in super shape mentally uh, for the season. So he uh, obviously he did not have the type of year that he thought. But again, it's a complete throwout type year. Uh, but this is a guy a couple of years ago who hit what 32 home runs and 54 yeah. doubles. Uh, I think he could certainly uh, press uh, 40 home runs this year if a couple of those doubles turn into. Into home runs, and he's going to play in a lot of uh, batters' type parks in in the AL East. So I, th- I think Dead Devers was, was was a guy I took a shot with, and uh, uh, Vlad Jr. is another. Obviously, he was the the flavor of the month mm-hmm. then, as, as a rookie, and had 15 as a rookie, and then last year I, I again, kind of the, the hype was ridiculous, and he wasn't going to live up to the hype that was there. But but mm-hmm. at the same time, this is a guy who now. He's going to be playing in Dunedin uh, for a good part of the year. A home, a That's
0: right.
1: So you're going to get probably home runs there. I AL East venues mostly for his for, for his road games. Uh, dropped a lot of weight, changed the long angle a little bit on his swing. So you would think that uh, his home run total should go up. So if you're looking at a couple of guys that are uh, not the obvious, Alonzo, Trout, uh, Gallo, in, in, in that range, those, those were a couple of guys that I thought might be worth uh, taking a look at.
0: And what was it two years ago? You had Bellinger.
1: Yeah, I had, Alonzo I had Bellinger. I had Bellinger at eighty to one. Oof. Yeah, that it still hurts. Mm, sorry about that. It one. still hurts. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think he hit three. I think he hit like like three homers after like August fifteenth or something.
0: Mm.
1: Just that 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 was brutal to get to get beat by uh, get beat by Pete Alonzo. Mm.
0: Sorry, sorry to bring up a bad future. You're usually good at those.
1: And yeah, hardly. Yeah, that that one. But again, again, as I said at the time, I uh, when you bet an eighty to a future, all all you can ask for is to is to be in it. And okay. we were certainly in it, and we, and we and we had a chance, just didn't ultimately pan out the way the way we would have liked. Have you
0: started your master's homework?
1: Very, very briefly and preliminarily, I have. Uh, obviously, it's hard to bet John Rom right now because you just don't know mm. what's going to happen. He he said that he uh, the the birth of his son is is imminent. His wife is due next week, and he will leave at a minute's notice. So it's hard oh. to bet him. Yeah, like like mm. it, so it's it's hard to that's going to be one of those where you're just going to have to wait and and ultimately decide if it's worth taking a chance. But uh, I, I think I think Justin Thomas is someone that you need to take a look at obviously one of the players and his games coming into form. There, there really isn't a better iron player out there, right? And maybe Colin Marikawa would, would be. And JT had kind of struggled at Augusta for a, for a long time, but, but like his, his uh, finishes have gotten better and better and better each year. He was fourth in the, uh, in the November masters last year. So uh, I I think JT is someone that you really need to take a look at. It's tough because you don't want to, the one thing you don't want to do when we talk about college football next year like we're talking about with baseball 2020 is such a throwout type outlier you don't want to read too much into it like this course is going to play so much better it's going to be rock hard I can promise you that and and like whatever they I'm very curious to see what they post the winning score at because this is not going to be 14, 16, 18 under par I, I, I don't think this year I think this is going to be closer to a, maybe a, a seven, eight, nine under par. I, th- I think they're after what's happened the last couple of years. I, I think you're going to see Augusta National really uh, bring the teeth out in this course. So uh, be careful w- w- with uh, reading too much into who played well last November uh, mm-hmm. in- in- into now. And then uh, if you're looking for a real crazy type long shot, is it- someone who could maybe finish in the top 20 or finish in the top 10. Uh, Victor Perez is someone who yeah. you know, I saw him at 90 to one, obviously played really well in the match play last week. Uh, but, but that really shouldn't have been a surprise because he finished top 10 at the players. He was fourth in Saudi Arabia earlier in the year. He played he did yacht around Augusta last year, just to get familiar with it. So like 90 to one on a guy who, who is, is get a second look in, in good form right now, just to maybe, uh, a couple little couple bucks i mean maybe whatever is fine but but like still you're going to get really good price on his top 10 uh top 20 uh finishes as well so that, that's where my mind is right now obviously i love looking at the uh the matchups as well so we, which will be out next week should so, we what, what about you have you got, you got any masters thoughts
0: um i've said since the beginning um patrick reed uh i just it's going to be I, his I, type of course I I like the idea. I've seen him do it there. I think that that course is obviously it's 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 not like any others out there. But I just I I I think past success, um, really, really, and we know when you get to that back that back nine, you know what you have to do, Mm -hmm. and to see somebody that's that's done it. I know it sounds cliche, but that I I just that that matters to me, and uh, that's that's who I have. Uh, my eye on for sure uh anybody for the texas open this week i was trying to look at who's I, not playing i i,
1: I looked a, a little bit um scotty Scheffler maybe yeah
0: i got three uh, favorites on my uh the three yeah, favorites I mean, on my people, site are spieth are pe- Penal and Scheffler.
1: yeah people are gonna people are gonna play speak all over the place which i I mean i can't i can't blame you but I'm, i might just wait for a uh first-round type number. I, I thought maybe Shuffler would be someone to look at. Um,
0: I love that guy.
1: Sam Ryder, I think, has been playing well. Uh, and then, and then uh, maybe someone like Chris Kirk for top 10 or something like that as well. Uh, he, he's another guy. He finished just outside the top 20. Uh, I think it wasn't the players uh, at, a, at a nice number. So Kirk could play. But it's funny. Getting back to Reed, and I can't remember if I had this conversation with you or if it was a conversation I had with someone else, like, do you think there is a uh, a situation where we get a better price, marginally better price on Patrick Reed, just because people don't like him, like people don't want to see him win, people don't want to see him do well because of all the alleged yeah. cheating and everything, like, like no doubt, he, I, no I, doubt, I, 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 I think I think he's a little bit of an overlay every event because yeah. of that.
0: I, I agree with you and you hit this year with him right
1: yeah yeah, I had, yeah I had read out west yeah
0: yeah um I, I no that's a great point and i think it's i think it's totally um fair and i think it's valid uh i it, it, he always seems lower uh, when i say the odds but they uh, they do always seem lower and um yeah i i i love him uh for for augusta uh i take a shot with charlie hoffman this week feels like a tournament charlie will show up at
1: well, Charlie Hoffman. Funny you say that. He is the all-time uh, earnings leader at the uh, the Texas Open.
0: There you go. I didn't even no, know. He,
1: I, I'm he, learning. He always he always the, I, I like. It's almost like a token Charlie Hoffman first round leader bet. That, that there we be go. Made. Big weekend of. Uh, oh, of, we got uh, Derby triple, Derby triple prep, grand, right pre, Triple Crown preps this weekend. Yeah, you know, I, I have not seen the uh, the entries yet, but we'll uh, see. We'll see if we're able to find any time. to –
0: you got to send out season. the cheat sheet for our guys at ABR to, yeah. doing, their, exactly. yeah. doing their work. But I,
1: I say I know I got sent out the uh, the the Florida Derby recap one, which was a, was a surprise to see shooting gay. He wasn't as disappointed with, with Greatest Honor as as I think hmm. a lot of people were. That was, but that was that was a weird track. The winner ran huge, and it's always it's always a souped up track on Gulfstream is on on, on big days. So those yeah, kind of like, things
0: happen this time of year, huh?
1: Correct. Yeah, but again, what the, the bluegrass in the wood, I'm like, I'm to them, which which will be uh, which will be fun.
0: Very good. Um, all right. So for a big Mike Happy recap, I'm going to give you a couple. UConn first half, whatever it is, uh, I'll take UConn for the game. I'll take that over. Yep. I look yep. at, I double, look at UConn's yep. team total. Um, I don't, I don't love it. Um. I, I would look at the over in the Baylor, uh, Houston game. Uh, the officiating is absolutely enormous in how that game is called. Um, and I'm really, uh, want to see what Kelvin Sampson does with his, uh, game plan. Uh, I like the Cardinals over for the season, White Sox under Mets under, of course, uh, your thoughts.
1: Yeah. Give, give me UConn women first half and, and game lay it and laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll lay the 200 with Gonzaga to take okay. down the nets to finish off the perfect season. Um, and then I guess like I that I have uh, Orioles under Marlins under uh, as my two favorite win totals. And then if you're looking for a little bit of home run fun uh, Devers and bloody junior to win the home run. Title.
0: I did have Baylor playing Gonzaga in the final, of my bracket. If that works. If that's worth anything. I did not take the Illinois.
1: Well, yeah, I did. I did. That, that 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 was a that was a bad day for me when Illinois lost to Loyola, and then uh, West Virginia lost to Syracuse. Mm. I lost two of my two of my title bets before before the 60th even What 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 really like burned me about the tournament was like every like every time I like I was like against the team, they'd show up, and then the next game would be when they. Or like I needed a team, they would fly Like like I needed West Virginia to beat Syracuse to get to the Sweet 16 and cash that ticket. What you know, I knew as soon as the line came out, it was the line stunk. Mm-hmm. West Virginia only three? And of course, West Virginia loses, and then Syracuse gets the doors blown off in the yeah, Sweet 16. That... I, I need I need I need Loyola to beat. I need Oregon State to lose to Loyola. I need. I need, well, I need. I need Illinois to beat Loyola to get to the Sweet 16. They don't. Then I need Loyola to beat Oregon State. They don't. And then Oregon State it's like every time I needed a result, I, I got that result one round later. So I uh... we did We did, we did, we did all right. Cause the last that the, this, this, this weekend, the, the couple of games that I needed came through. Cause I had under seven and a half wins for the sec. So I needed Ooh. Baylor to beat Arkansas, which they did. And then I had a uh, under four and a half wins for six seeds. And uh, I needed, uh, USC to lose to Gonzaga, which they did. Nice yeah, that, that 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 worked out for a little bit of a nice little bounce back.
0: I was a part of my first Calcutta this year,
1: oh. and
0: uh, man, that was such a blast! Uh, I I'm forever grateful for the guys that got me involved with that. Um, who and, who did uh, you wind up with? We 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 cashed. Uh, we 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 were that close. We we I, we our highest team. Uh, it was our first time doing it. So we went it. in on
1: – I, I didn't get in one this year, but it,
0: – it, it, it didn't start out well because our highest – the most money we spent was Purdue, and that did mm-hmm. not go well. But I went back and I grabbed North Texas. So we had North Texas. Mm-hmm. We had a bunch of teams in that bracket. I grabbed Villanova too, just yep. in case. Oh, uh, yeah, Villanova against
1: the 16 had to pay, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. In uh, and, and that one we were in, the first and second round wins were the same. They were both one percent. That the next one was where we had we had three teams in the Sweet Sixteen. We had Oral, we had Syracuse, and we had uh, uh, Villanova. And obviously, they all they all lost. Uh, we on the other side, we we took a shot at Ohio. We got a win out of them, yep. which basically got our money back. Uh, so it was it been it, fascinating process. If anybody uh, has a chance, it is it's basically just an auction and, and, and the teams go for a certain price and then all that money goes into the pot and the wins are based on uh, percent of the pot.
1: What um, up doing it this year? Did you, was it in person or did you do it like?
0: Yeah, we um, did uh, uh, in person. Awesome. Uh, shout out for Hope Beach, uh, uh, country club. Um, it was an un- unbelievable night. Uh, can't wait to uh, get back in that one. Um, in the years coming and fantastic time had by all and, uh, those guys uh, that spend all that cash on Gonzaga are still alive, so yep. they need to they need to win that tournament, <laughs> I think, to uh, make some money. I'll yeah, just well, say I, that I, I,
1: exactly. Yeah, but like, I, I had read uh, one uh, one that a buddy of mine was that I think like they got Oral Roberts like for twenty bucks or something like that.
0: Oh wow, uh, yeah. What was it? in ours? You got the fifteen and the thirteen in each in each pod. So um, that's how that one yeah
1: okay 15
0: yeah and then you got the, you got the
1: 14 and the 16
0: 14 and the 16 yep yep so it was it was phenomenal uh really good time um that should
1: do it for us take us away uh the less you bet the more you lose when you win 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base how about businesses on shopify